Time for our regular look at the weekend's NRL action. Even though it's Queen's birthday in Australia, Adrian Prozhenko, Chief Rugby League writer for the Sydney Morning Herald and Sun Herald, has uh, well taken time on his day off to have a yarn to us. Thanks for your time, Adrian. Good morning. Good morning to you. Let's start with the Warriors, shall we? Let's get this out nice and early. A 32-10... Yeah, let's get it out of the way. Uh, A 32-10 loss to the Storm. What was your assessment of this? Uh, A game that a lot of Warriors fans, and me personally, felt quite optimistic going into. And so you should have as well. I mean, uh, the Warriors were coming off a bye, and the Storm had several players coming um, off origin as well. So you had four players backing up. Um, And the Warriors had a few things go their way as well. I mean, there was... um, Brady Cross came off with a head knock and, um, you know, there was um, Christian Wilch was off for 10 minutes as well. So the Storm were a man down. But despite all of that and despite opening up a 10-2 lead, the Warriors just didn't come out for the second half. Um, It was interesting. I heard a radio interview that Roger Tulvasa-Shek gave up straight after the game. He said, oh, yeah, I thought our defence was pretty good. I don't know what game he was watching. They leaked 24 straight points in the second half. It was just, it was, I thought it was an abysmal effort, actually. Um, they, they missed 22 tackles in the second 40. Um, and we know that the Storm are a good side, and, and obviously they're on top of the, the table. But they got them at a good time, and it was a real squandered opportunity. And I, I think it speaks a little bit to a soft underbelly there for the uh, you know, for the Warriors, it's it's just another game that they should have won, and they just looked like that team that that never really lives up to its potential. They were well second best. You're right, Adrian, in the second half. And I, I saw a stat flashed up on the screen during the TV coverage that said that's three straight games now in which the Warriors haven't scored a second half point against the Storm. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I I just don't get, and, and and it's also another occasion this season where they've just let the points stack up in the back end of games. Yeah, the game's gone. You're not going to win the game. But, but you know, tries after the 60-minute mark, it's just really frustrating for fans, I reckon. They really need to be held accountable. I, I just think, you know, they're a team that, that made the, the eight last last year and they've gone backwards. And, and again, I I was stunned when early in the season um, Stephen Kearney was re-signed. I mean, what, why would you rush to re-sign him? Is there another club out there that's, that's desperate for his services? Um, you know, and, and again, they're just... As you said, they didn't come out for the second half, and whenever the blowtorch is applied, you know they just they roll over and have their tummies tickled rather than um, digging for a fight. So, you know, really, if you're a Warriors fan, it would have been a really frustrating uh, performance to watch, and and it's been too much of that this season. The Storm are quite good, aren't they? I mean, let's not take anything away from them. They they they're, they're a good team, aren't they? I mean, they, ha- they probably oh. have to be favourites now. I mean, they're back to the top with the Rabbits and the uh, Roosters both losing, so they are a good team. Jack Bellamy's a marvel. He, he really is, uh, and he always gets his side to turn up. I mean, they're, they're almost the antithesis of the Warriors. They turn up every single week. It doesn't matter if they've got players missing. It doesn't matter if they face adversity. They just go out. They do the job. Everyone, uh, there's, there's not much difference between their best and their worst performance, so I think that's that's the issue for the Warriors as well. Like we, we see patches of brilliance or, or they turn it on for one game and then not the next. There's just a massive discrepancy between their best and their worst and, and the Storm don't do that. And that's why they're at the top of the ladder. Um, you know that they're going to be a top four side every single year and, and go very close to winning the comp. And unfortunately for the Warriors, I, I can't see them playing finals football if they keep reproducing what they did on the weekend. Let's uh, look at some of the other games happened over the weekend. Friday night, Knights uh, 20, Rabbitohs 12. Four players in the sin bin, so a bit of biff in this one. Is that six straight wins for Newcastle now? Do we have to start believing the Knights hype? 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, six weeks ago, Nathan Brown couldn't coach and was about to get sacked, and now all of a sudden they are, um, you know, a top four team. And as you mentioned there, we what about seeing a bit of biff for the first time in a long time? There was a, a Thomas Burgess headbutt on Daniel Saifidi, and it ended up with with those two, and also Watkins Fitzgibbon and Sam Burgess who uh, couldn't help themselves, all going to the sin bin. Um, so Tom, Thomas Burgess will probably do, um, you know serve a game or two, he'll be he'll be suspended for that. Um, but Mitchell Pearce, again, had a, a, a big game. And all of a sudden, when you talk about the Blues halves and how they struggled, you know, Nathan Cleary, Cody Walker in particular, um, you know, someone like Mitch Pearce all of a sudden get, comes back into the origin debate despite having a, a very ordinary origin record. So, um, again, you know, South didn't have Reynolds and they didn't have Walker, you know, their, their first choice halves. But... You know, it was a, another good performance from the Knights, and, and they're certainly on the way up. Raiders 28, Tigers nil. The Raiders went through that little patch, didn't they, where they lost to the Roosters, the Rabbitohs, and the Cowboys in quick succession. They beat the Bulldogs just last week. This is a nice little get on back, uh, get back on track performance for the Raiders, isn't it? 28 nil over the Tigers? Oh, absolutely. And Lord, it's not much of a home uh, banquet stadium for, for um, the Tigers. This was meant to be a home game for them. and in two games there, the, the combined score is 79 to 6. So um, I don't wow. know how many more they'll want to be hosting there, that's for sure. <laughs> but um, it's also the third time that the Raiders have kept a, t- a team scoreless this season, which which speaks a lot, not just about their defence, but their attitude as a whole. And um, you know, the Tigers have, have got some problems there. I mean, there, there's a lot of talk about them um, not having the cattle and um, Michael Maguire putting the uh, cleaners through and, He's trying to shop around the likes of Madalino and Packer and Josh Reynolds and Elijah Taylor, all those sorts of uh, players. They tried to um, offload someone in time to get Dallin Watini Zalesniak, but weren't able to. So, um, you know, he's got a bit of work to do, Madge Maguire, and, um, you know, to shape that roster into, into something that's going to be formidable. Saturday, Sharks 42, Eels 22. Pretty entertaining contest. This one, Chad Townsend, the star of the show for Cronulla. Is he a guy who might be an option as well for uh, for Brad Fittler to have a look at? Yeah, I covered this game and I wrote that in my match report. It's just amazing that you, you, we have all these names that we throw up and, you know, there's about half a dozen or so that um, get mentioned as origin contenders. And Chad Townsend never gets mentioned among them, which, which I find quite strange. I mean, he's a, a premiership winning half really steady, controls the game, a, a genuine game manager. Um, but, but for whatever reason, he's never mentioned and You can certainly do worse. I know his coach said afterwards that you know what you're going to get with Chad Townsend. And that's someone who's going to control the game and stick to the game plan and, and, you know, is always cool under pressure. So, you know, they were in control right from the beginning. Um, unfortunately for the years, Clint Gutherson got copped a head knock about two minutes in. And of all people, his uh, half's partner was David Gower. So from about, from about two minutes in, when you saw him sliding in into the uh, number six position, you thought this is going to be a long night for Parramatta. And that's the way it turned out. A couple of tries to Bronson Jerry. And um, they scored a few tries late, but I, I think the score on flat at the Eels. Sea Eagles getting up 22-20 over the Cowboys. Cowboys uh, score a second half. A couple more injury problems for them as well. Uh, yesterday, a couple of upsets. Um, Titans 26, Broncos 18. Certainly didn't see this coming. Were the, were the Titans worth their win? Oh, it was, it was a terrific performance. And, and without Ash Taylor, the, you know, the, the most expensive player and halfback, and 
Um, you know, this is coming at a time when there's a lot of speculation over Tyrone Peachy potentially wanting out to, to go back to the foot of the mountains. And they're also with that Bryce Cartwright as well. So, um, you know, Garth Brennan's uh, a guy under pressure. He's, his job's been on on the line the last few weeks. And I think if there was, um, you know, if they put in a poor performance, everyone would be baying for his blood. But um, they came out and turned it on. And apparently uh, Tommy Radonikus addressed the trips beforehand and, uh, obviously, it had the desired effect because the, the Titans just were, were way too strong for Brisbane in this one. And the Panthers have gone from being an absolute rabble to now being the form team in the Cobb, Adrian. They've won three yeah. in a row. They beat the Roosters 19-10. It's crazy, isn't it? And we talk about origin, and, and James Maloney had a hand in three tries, and all of a sudden, after uh, Cody Walker was hooked in origin, maybe maybe he's the guy to come back. So, um Again, the Roosters were missing some stars. I think, you know, uh, among them was, uh, you know, Hargraves, Keary, Mitchell, Friend, Crichton. But again, you know, they, you know, they were just too strong. And that's now the first time that the Roosters have lost three on the trot um, since 2016. So, you know, a few months ago, we were already to, to crown them, you know, call the whole thing off. They were going to do the lap on grand final day. And, the, the comps just opened up a little bit in the last um, few weeks. You know, teams like, um, you know, Brisbane, uh, even though they lost, Panthers, Canberra, you know, stabilising with a couple of wins. It's um, Newcastle making a run. It's become a very interesting competition. And a Queen's birthday uh, game tonight for you guys, Bulldogs-Dragons. Uh, Dragons looking to avoid a sixth straight defeat. The Bulldogs have lost four of their last five. So what do you see playing out tonight? Yeah, I, I think... The Bulldogs, well, they're, they're not going to make the eight. It's a matter of whether they can avoid the spoon or not. And the Dragons, I mean, that's, they're a huge disappointment um, in recent times. And I know that they've had injuries and the whole Debellin issue has, has been a distractional season. And, I mean, that's not that issue alone hasn't gone away in that he's um, appealed the federal court decision so that he's still up in limbo uh, in terms of his immediate playing future. But um, it's just one that the Dragons need to win if they're going to have any chance of playing finals football and... If they don't, they're, they're just going to fall out of touch with the, the top eight. So a massive one for Paul McGregor and his side. All right, just before you go, um, just back to Cronulla, have you heard anything about Sean Johnson and when he might possibly be back out there? Yes, potentially. He, he was really, really close to, to playing against the Eels. Um, they decided to err on the side of caution, but it looks like he'll be back uh, next week. So um, it'll be a massive boost for them because... Um, you know, they, they've been without a, a whole stack of players. Wade Graham made his return and was very impressive. All of a sudden, Sean Johnson comes into that side and they're starting to look the goods, um, you know, Cronulla. So they've done it without without their best players. And when they come back, they're going to be even more formidable. Great to chat, Adrian. Thanks for uh, joining us on a public holiday in Australia and uh, look forward to doing it all again next Monday. Pleasure. Catch you then. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Adrian Prozhenko there.